Welcome to the official Ronnie Landis Podcast Show, where you learn to upgrade the human experience through natural nutrition, lifestyle design, and consciousness engineering. This is no ordinary health or personal growth podcast, and Ronnie Landis is definitely no ordinary host. Ronnie Landis is an integrative nutritionist, transformation coach, and human behavioral specialist. He brings on some of the world's leading thought leaders to deliver to you the most cutting-edge information and unique perspectives so you can create the life of your dreams. Get ready to receive your upgrade in all you believed was possible, starting now. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another amazing interview with another amazing guest. My name is Ronnie Landis, and we have an incredible show lined up for you today. And before we get to that, I want to ask all of you that have been listening to this show for quite some time that are getting a lot of value out of it to please go to our iTunes page and leave a review. Let us know what you think about the show. Let us know what you like about it. Leave five stars if you really love it. And you can do this by either going on your phone, your iPhone, and going to the podcast app, looking up the show that you may be listening to right now on, and leave us a little review. You can do this on your computer, on your iTunes uh, app as well. And this really just helps us get the show out to a bigger audience and really just gets the exposure out there, which is the goal of the show, to get out to hundreds of thousands and eventually millions of people all around the world. Thank you for that. So jumping into today's show, we're bringing on a dear friend of mine, Alex Moscow. And Alex is an incredible human being, an incredible entrepreneur, and an incredible mentor and coach to some of the most successful coaches in the personal development industry. And I actually work with Alex closely right now. I've been working with him for the last, I want to say, five months, and it's been an incredible experience. It's up-leveled my game in so many different ways. It's allowed me to really step up in my human potential as far as being a mentor and a coach for other people in my coaching business, and it's just been an incredible experience. And so I wanted to bring him on because we often have conversations about human potential and about what it means to rewrite the script, what it means to rewrite the storyline of our life, to change the narrative that we're living our life by, because that's what creates the results of our life. And so I brought him on to really dive into this topic of human potential and transcending the limitations of our mind, overcoming the emotional resistances that show up whenever we're looking to achieve a new big, bold goal, all that kind of thing. And this was an incredible interview. It went in a number of different directions. If you are an entrepreneur, you're an aspiring entrepreneur or coach or anything of the like, this is going to be a powerful, powerful conversation for you. And if you're just looking to change some of the stories that you've been operating under, then this is going to really serve you in a powerful way. So really excited for you to listen to this. And uh, without further ado, let's jump into this conversation between myself and Alex Moscow. Enjoy. Alex Moscow helps world-renowned coaches and speakers to grow their businesses 
and he has personally sold over $5.2 million in coaching packages one-on-one. When Alex started his own coaching practice, he grossed nearly $200,000 in five months working 10 hours per week. At one of his most recent events, he generated $280,000 in sales with only nine attendees. His clients often report that only after working with Alex, not only are they effortlessly enrolling premium clients and making more money, they have also become better people as well. And he's accomplished all of this with a lifelong stutter. It's my excitement and honor to have you on the show. Thanks, man. Excited to be here. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this for a long time, and uh, we're finally here. That we are. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one, too. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah, and uh, so everyone listening to this um, gets a little bit of a taste of, of what you're about, but you're about so much more than just what we said, which is really impressive numbers as far as the coaching work you do. Um, but really what you represent to me is more about human potential in the unlimited possibilities that exist for all of us when we allow ourselves to actually receive the abundance we deserve for the gifts that we're able to offer people. Awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, human potential has been it's been something I've been fascinated with my whole life, you know, and as mm-hmm. as you heard briefly in my in what you just read is that like I've had I've I grew up my whole life and I've had a challenge speaking with a stutter and so you know, I've been looking at like what makes somebody tick, you know, psychology, you know, when I was younger and then I was, I, I played sports my whole life at a really competitive level. And so I was always into like, what, what's going to separate someone who finishes first and someone who finishes second, you know, mm-hmm. like what's that, what's, what's the human optimization peak performance. You know, I, I didn't use words like human optimization when I was in like, yeah. <laughs> when I was playing baseball, you know, but that's really what it was about. I was fascinated with like, what makes someone like everyone has 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Like, why does someone, you know, why does someone operate at, you know, the Olympic or professional athlete level? Why does somebody not? Why does somebody make a million dollars? Why does somebody make a billion dollars? Why does somebody not, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what's that separation factor? Mm-hmm. So it's just been, it's been, and it's been like such a curiosity. It still is. I believe why, I'm able to produce the actual numbers and I think numbers are important because mm-hmm. in business, like it, it's, it's like a scoreboard and, um, Ronnie, you've heard me say this a million times, but like life, I really believe life and business is a game yeah. and like we need to learn how to play our own game of life, you know? And so mm-hmm. most people don't even know what they're aiming for. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't know what you're aiming for, how do you know the rules? If you don't, if you don't know the rules of the game, how do you win? Or, and then when you do know the rules, it's like how do you stack the rules in your favor so that you have a higher chance of winning and getting more of what you want? Mm, I love that. So that's like it's a, it's a quantum, quantum theory or quantum mechanics approach to business and to life in general, which is probabilities. Mm-hmm. So we're stacking the probabilities in our favor and the probabilities being like, in my mind, from a, from a health and nutrition perspective as well, it's really the same game. It's like we're looking to arrange our activities in in the and I guess in the lineup or the manner that are going to most likely serve us. You know, so whatever whatever our priorities may be, you know, what's the highest probability that this activity, this way of thinking, this way of being or acting is going to serve my highest goals. Totally. And, and more so like why I believe the numbers are 
great in business and to pay attention to them is because it, it's like a scoreboard. Like you yeah. have to have a scoreboard for how well you're doing. Right. You know, whereas like I, I, I look at my life that way, but I look at my life in or the different areas of my life, like in health in relationship and connection and self-love, mm. you know, like how, 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 like how also am I, am I, am I actual, how am I like actually ranking? So I actually, every Sunday I, I do a, a weekly reflection where I have 12 different categories of life and I rate myself on a scale from one to 10. Mm-hmm. And I, and I also, I, I also reflect back and I do a short journal as a to why I got that score. Mm-hmm. And then I journal for the next week. Well, what is it going to take to get that number to a 10? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm keeping score. And also what I've learned, like in the game of life, it's like, we have different values. We have different priorities that are more important that are most important. Mm-hmm. So like for me, in this season of life, because life comes in different seasons, when I'm fully honoring my health, health is most important to me. I notice that when my health is at a, as it is at a 10, all of my other numbers are are also raised. Right. Whereas if my health is, is at a seven that week, then I also notice that like there's different areas in my life that it also affects. So what I found is in working with, you know, thousands of different people, hundreds of coaches is that, you know, and just with everyone, like there's, there are a few different areas of life that are most important. And when those are taken care of, it really has a greater impact you know, to over, over, over every area of your life. Mm-hmm. And I'll just share quickly. It's like in business, like you have numbers, you have money that keeps score, but on on all these other areas, like there's not like a tangible currency Mm -hmm. there. So to measure, like, like you, you had, it's your responsibility to actually make it. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's, 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 you make it, you know? Like what's your, what's your level of of happiness last week, you know, on a scale from like one to a level 10. And you, you can create the measurement device, right? Mm-hmm. What that means to you. Totally. Uh-huh. Totally. Yeah. And, and it's also like we also – our emotional range up levels if you're in a personal development, which if you're listening to this, I imagine you are. Yeah. It's like you know with, with what I used to think like a level 10 of like love was, you know, like in, in the like new relationships that I've been in, like it's blown that out of the water. So mm. my, whole, my whole perception of what – a level 10 of love was is now stretched far beyond what, what I, what my belief systems that I used to think were the, the past belief systems that I have. Same with happiness, yeah. you know, it's just the same with business too. It's like, you know, I'll like relate a lot back to business because it, it's a, it's a common playing ground, mm-hmm. you know, that people can, can more um, relate to because like a, a dollar, what a dollar means to you is same. That means to you means the same to the people listening. Right. So it's like, like if you're making if your business is is producing you know fifty thousand dollars, then your your belief system is a fifty thousand dollar belief system. Yeah. Whereas you think that these this is the way it is. Like okay, mm. like I'm doing everything that I can. Mm. You can't see me, but I'm doing the quotes. Like this is everything that I can do. And then when you learn a new trick or you you have more effective marketing, a better sales process, then you go from fifty grand to a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. It's like your, your your level ten of what you were producing before is much different than what your level ten in business would be now. Okay, so so if I hear you correctly, it's not what you believe that you actually believe is true, but what the what your what the evidence of your your life and your world is reflecting back to you actually is reflecting back what's true about your belief system. Yeah, and it's it's like a great way to it's a great way to like 
have it more concrete is to to just look at your results, you know, like look at your results. Results don't lie. Well, is it, is it true on that note? Is it true that I could have a hundred thousand dollar belief system, but be doing, just be under, have the wrong approach that's, that's kind of skewing the actual results or Mm. It's kind of an interesting nuance to me. Oh yeah, no, this is a great conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it's like because it's like how we get from where we are to where we want to go mm-hmm. is by taking new actions. You know, mm-hmm. so if you have a hundred thousand dollar belief system, like if if you, that's your belief system, like to get from like say a hundred thousand dollars to half a million to five hundred thousand dollars, like you have to take five hundred thousand dollar actions, mm-hmm. and what the what the whole messed up part of the thing is, is like you have to take those before your bank account matches that. Exactly. Like you yeah. have to act as if it, it has already happened. You know, mm-hmm. like what, what, what would the $500,000 version of myself do? What type of actions would they take? What type of investments would they make? Who would they be hanging out with? Well, what type of peer group does that version of myself have? So it's putting yourself in those situations. Like it's based on the future. It's taking action based upon the future. Yeah, this is awesome. It's it's like or I'll 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 I'll, I'll tangent it to health because that's also really really relatable. Yeah, it's like if you're overweight now, like say and you want to lose thirty pounds, it's like what decision does that that does that version of you that's thirty pounds that's that's thirty pounds lighter take? Right. What, what type of food does that version of you eat? Right. What type of supplements do they take? Mm. When does that person wake up? Mm. What type of habits do they have? You know. And doing those habits before the 30 pounds come off, you know, because how you get there is by doing the things. By, yeah, yeah, right. Right. Oh, see, this, I love this because mm-hmm. it really is where the rubber meets the road and it brings it all like into congruency. Like I was, um, I was on a, 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 ra- a couple of radio shows yesterday. I did a whole stream of podcasts and one of them was all about longevity. And I was in, and it was like a very like functional medicine conversation. So it's very detailed around like, physiology and biochemistry Mm -hmm. and and I was kind of resisting going deep into that because I wanted to kind of bring in this I kept bringing it back to like no matter where the conversation came I kept bringing it back to your purpose your vision for life Mm -hmm. and one of the things I said was that your your vision is your lifeline so if you want true longevity then you have to really want to be here on the planet and have a vision to live for you Mm -hmm. need something to live for in order to actually bring the the habit patterns into alignment. And one of the things I said, too, is that my feeling is that pain and discomfort comes from a lack of congruency. And so when we're incongruent, we feel pain, whether that's emotional or the, the symptoms of physical pain manifest. They come from somewhere, and it's usually from a from an emotional incongruency of some sort, something we're holding on to or with some baggage or something. So like this idea of congruency comes up for me when I hear what you're saying, because it's like, just to repeat the obvious, if you want something in the future, you have to become that now. It's not like you can just think of it and keep doing the same old thing and then presto, you know, cause am, it's just going to happen. Like that's fantasy. Yeah. It's in like the biggest lesson, like the biggest lesson that I've learned in that I, I teach and I train on and I like implement in my life now. And it was a lesson that I got last year when I flew to Australia, I invested $40,000 to go to a sales training. 
mm. and flew across the freaking country, not the country, the now, world. A lot of people just heard that and they yeah. have no reference for what you just said. Yeah. yeah. So like, I believe it, I believe it is, it is the best sales training in the world. Okay. And so I flew over there and like my biggest breakthrough that I got out of it was that what got me to where I am is not going to get me to to the next level. Like it's not going to get me to where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And like, I just got there. Like my business was the best it's ever been, you know? And like and all this stuff was working. And then like the biggest breakthrough for me is like to build the vision I wanted to build. Like it, it, it would take new belief systems, new strategies, wow. new actions because mm-hmm. everything that I've done until that point has got me to that exact point. Just like with right now with everyone listening to this, like everything that you've done, all of your current belief systems, all your current actions have gotten you exactly to this point. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're happy with it, cool. Awesome. And if you want something new, it's going to take something different. Mm-hmm. It's going to take letting go of an old version of yourself to let a new version birth and to create new types and new types of results. Whether that's in, in in pretty much all areas of your life, in your business, in your health, in your relationships. Mm-hmm. Would you agree that um, that a what got you to where you are is probably the very thing that will hold you back from getting to the next level? It it can be okay. It can be. See that, that that's where it's a slippery slope, especially right. if you're a personal development junkie. You know? uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I want to talk about that yeah. too. The the downfalls of being a personal development junkie. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get to that. In a okay. I have all sorts of shit to say on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, like it it could be like it could be that one thing. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I feel like oftentimes. It, I'll speak for myself, but I've created a belief that once this one thing is handled, once this one belief is gone, once this one, you know, this one strategy, this one action is taken, then like my whole life is going to change and explode. Well, that's usually not what happens. (laughs) You know, like it's, it's, it could be like the, um, linchpin that creates a bunch of different other things that get me to the result, you know? Mm -hmm. But I believe that there's, there's value there's value in executing the actual, or there's value in the actual plan. Then there's so much more value in, in the actual execution of that plan. Right. Because how, I mean, you can develop my, in my experience, you can develop the best strategy to get you to where you want to go. And how you actually get there is usually way, way different, you know, mm-hmm. but it's in, it's in, it's in mapping it out. So you like logically, or rationally understand it. And then it's in the actual actions you take of where, where your, your true road is going to be paved mm. is by in it because it, you, you don't know, like that's like there's with what's going to work for you may not, may not have worked for me, but, but may work for someone else. It's about being able to do like, I'm about doing like I've gone from a lot of my personal development work, has shifted, you know, years ago from like the more theoretical to the like doing the experiential to the action mm. to the actual embodiment of the theory. Mm. So you get the real learning, not mm. just because how, how many people do you know? Or am I know, especially in like this amazing community that like you and I live in, it's like some of the smartest people, smartest people in the world. And yeah, I'll share this because I know a lot of them probably listen to this. And <laughs> they, they need to hear it. Yeah. It's like, but like the results, like results mm-hmm. don't lie. Like you can be the smartest person in the world, but if you're, and but if you're hoarding all of that information, if you're hoarding all of that amazing 
amazing gifts that you could be helping other people with because you're too scared of it's not going to be right or it's not going to be perfect or whatever the story is. Like, I think that's like, that's like, that's, that's, that's one of the, that's one of the greatest plagues in the personal development field right now is that people are waiting to be ready when the the truth is like, you're never ready. You Mm. know, like you make the time, like you choose and choose and being not ready is a choice. You, thank you. Wow. That's such a great story or statement. Choosing not to be ready. We're making the choice to take that belief on that. Mm-hmm. We're not ready where you can easily shift that and say, no, I'm ready. Like it's literally that simple, right? It may not be easy cause there's emotions and whatever, but it's a simple thing. Like, no, I'm ready. Like you could literally do that. I don't think people realize that they can actually do that. Like we're so attached to our statements and our stories about ourselves that we believe that that's like that's all there is, or that's really that real. It it takes a decision. Like, and so many people are scared, or what I've talked and talked to a lot of people. <laughs> it's like they're scared they're going to make the wrong decision. You know. I'm going to make the wrong decision. Yeah, oh. yeah. But it's like, is it really the wrong decision? Like, is it really going to be the wrong decision? Mm-hmm. Making a decision is better than not making a decision, right? At least you're able to make a decision. We get that. My experience, a lot of people don't. You know? okay. And in my experience, to make the right decision is by making one and then making it right. You know? Mm. Like, it's, it's one of the biggest things biggest pitfalls, biggest challenges, biggest Achilles heels of high achievers that's who I specialize in working with is that like they're scared to make the wrong decision. They're scared to make the wrong choice. They'll, they'll stay in, in paralysis <laughs> for so long. Yeah. But it's like mm-hmm. the, the type of person a high achiever is, is they're going to make it work no matter what, you know? Right. And they don't have that. They most never start, you know? And it's such a shame. Totally. Like most never start because you know that they're, they're developing the perfect system or they're waiting the website yeah. and the business cards yeah. and the logo. Well, they're making they're waiting for like you know, they're waiting for like the opportunity or the, the like the like door to open when the reality is like you have to build your door. Wow. Um, what I just thought of was and this is definitely not to toot my own horn. It's it's more just to draw an example from my own experience of like um, so in my field for years, I had been kind of feeling like, um, I was behind from like the marketing and business established mm-hmm. perspective, but I was writing books and I was speaking and I was out there running a chocolate business and I'm just kind and I'm running around LA and the world, the country at one point, just speaking and doing lectures and doing little coaching here and I'm writing books all the time. And even in my mind, I'm looking online and I'm like, man, I'm just not where this person is, but always they have the website and all this. And then, then I get all this done over years and I have this whole body of work. And then I have other people reflecting to me a lot more so now that have all that kind of the, the, the established um, space. But then they're reflecting to me like, man, like I just feel like you've done so much and you've accomplished so much and I'm in your way over here, you've written books and you've done all this. And it kind of dawned on me. I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Like, because I thought that I was behind, but I was also in my game. I was playing my game. I was in my lane. I wanted to write books. So I did it. And I didn't wait to have the the perfect website. I was building websites, but they weren't all sparkly and perfect. 
Um, but it's just kind of like this feeling of like, wow, like I always just got it in me to take radical action, not because I just for no other reason than that was the only thing I knew to do. Like, is that simple? It's like, there's nothing other than just to get in the game and just fumble up if I have to, but I'm going to fumble forward. Yeah. It's like martial arts, you know? Yeah. It's like everyone wants to be the black belt. You know, everyone wants. Nobody to, wants yeah. to be the white belt. Yeah, no, no one wants to be the white belt or the yellow or the green or the purple. Like, yeah. they don't want to go through the, the 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 pain. Oftentimes, like most things that what it takes to be great is there's 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 difficult things that you have to to, to do. Yeah. And I'll speak another speaking another to the personal development community or, or specifically right. to, to the spiritual community mm-hmm. is that like they don't want to do shit that doesn't feel good. Oh my god, does it feel good? <coughs> that that means it's out of alignment. And that means I'm not going to do it. I, I don't want to do shit that feels good. Mm-hmm. They actually wouldn't say shit. I, I'd say shit. But yeah, they're like, I don't want to do anything that doesn't feel good. It's like, okay, well, how is that working out for you? Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be to, to in my experience, to live an amazing life, it takes taking actions that other people are not willing to take. Yeah. Mm. And if you don't want an amazing life, that's fine, you know, or, and there's different levels of amazing. Mm, there's different mm-hmm. levels of difficulty and stress and there's different levels of that, you know? Okay. I think that most people don't have a clear vision for the, what they want for their life. Bingo. And what, what you just shared, it's like without a clear vision, they don't know what they're aiming for. Mm. 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 Yeah, without a clear vision, they don't know what they're aiming for. And then it's like they don't know what they're aiming for. Oh, yeah, this was um, a lot of people play are, are conditioned, you know, through programming their whole life, through society, through everything. It's like comparison and they're playing the comparison game. You know, that's really what I got from your story. Was, yes. That's a lot of my story, too. You know, of like the comparison. Well, that person is doing this. You know, they're so focused on other people or because it's also a great wet game to it's a great game to keep yourself small to keep yourself safe mm. you know well that person you know the, the, or like with your example of writing books it's like well i haven't done this yet so i'm not going to write the book yet it's like i haven't wrote the book yet so i'm not going to help this person how do i coach this person mm. i haven't wrote the book yet you know people have some fucked up stories you know? <laughs> they do i've heard them all yeah you know yeah you really have too yeah you really have like that's the one thing I know about you and working with you personally as, as one of my um, business and, and coaching mentors. And you've helped me tremendously, um, both on a results end and shift certain perspectives that I've had in certain stories to help me get closer to doing the thing that I'm resisting. And I have a story around that's really like, it's irrelevant. Like at the end of the day, my story is irrelevant to um, to the result that I hope to get. Mm. And it's, it's like, it feels like for me too, what I've been kind of saying to people and it's come largely out of like being around you and other people of like getting clear on like, if I'm afraid to do something, I should do it for no other reason than that. I'm afraid of it because Mm. the fact that I'm afraid of something tells me about one of my limitations. Yeah. I'll, I'll share a quick story on that. So when I, when I was at the sales training in Australia last year, um, like I was so resistant to, to sh- 
shooting video. Like I spoke mm-hmm. on stage, stages, like stages, I crush it. Amazing. I love it. But there's something about video. Like, I, like if they filmed me on stage, I was cool. But there's something about like the freaking selfie videos, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something about the selfie videos that I was just so resistant to, you know, mm-hmm. and it was, it was like, there was, there was, it was something around my speech of being judged around it, all this different stuff that came up and I've just like resisted it. Mm-hmm. And so like I did a video when I was over there. And like, it was just, it was a video based upon like my resistance to shooting video, you know, on just sharing my insecurities and my beliefs of like, like, and like to model and show that like, even though I have a successful business, even though like I'm, people view me as like a public figure and I I get my message out there that like, I still have a massive fear and resistance around this, you know? Mm. And so I did that. And then like, I like, I did something around resistance and I like, I like made an offer to Hey, if you want help with sales, you know, or if there, I, I like, I like related it at the end. It was like a 40 minute video, 35 minutes of it was just story based. Mm-hmm. And then five minutes was just like a little sales tip. And then like, I, I, I generated some awesome clients from that. And then, so that was great. And the thing that I was resisting most was doing video. And then I got maybe Three three hours later, I I got a message. Actually, from that video, I got a lot of messages. I got a lot of engagement on it because it was it was the first Facebook Live I've, I've ever done. And I got a, I like was sorting through the messages later on, and there was a message from this guy, Lawrence. And Lawrence messaged me, and like I I, I don't know Lawrence, and he was like, hey, he, the message was, hey Alex, you know I've been following you for for, for years now, and I've been carrying this with me for, I can't even tell you, over 20 years of like, I don't know if you remember me, but I lived on the same block of you as you when we were five, six years old. And like, uh, and uh, I've never said sorry to, I've never said sorry for making fun of you for your speech. Wow. And like, I've been literally carrying it with me for 20 years and, you know, to see what you've, you've done with your life and how you help people. And like, you're just such an inspiration and, like I, I saw your video and like I couldn't carry it with me anymore. Like I had to reach out. I was <laughs> exactly. Wow. So I was just so I was just so touched, you know. Mm. Like and what I was resisting most in shooting the video, like, I could have never ever imagined, never imagined to get something like that. And the thing for me was too, no one has ever apologized to me. Like mm. no, no one, like throughout my childhood, no one ever apologized to for, for making fun of me. Mm. for having it and so it was just like such a healing experience and I could have never guessed like you know and so like that's what like from like more of like a meta perspective it's like you never know like what the universe has in store you know and so when that resistance like when that resistance comes up and I use I use resistance not fear because like there's Mm, there's fear like that because like it's fear like I'm scared to jump off this balcony, you know? Like, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm but that resistant. doesn't necessarily mean you should yeah. do it. <laughs> I'm experiencing resistance to jumping off this balcony. Yeah. It's more, it's different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so what we resist of the things that we know we're supposed to be doing, but we don't like, I think that's, mm. that's the, that's the key piece. You know, here, I hear it all the time. This in my industry of like, Oh, like I want to do an event. I want to speak. I want to speak. You know, I was like, well, why aren't you doing it? Right. Well, and oh my goodness, there's just the, the freaking laundry list of why not, you know? Yeah. And that's a huge point I want to make too is so many yeah. people are focused on why not instead of not 
not how, you know, mm-hmm. like how can I do it? There's there, like, and it's a, it's a, it's a conditioning and it's also a muscle that can be built. And that's what like, one of my mentors, Ted McGrath, one of the many, many lessons I've gotten from Ted was to, to just always play with resistance, to always yeah. think of how, mm. like to, to like to, if someone says no, or if there's resistance to always just play with it, to see how, mm. like to always just like come at it from a different perspective and to see how, or like if you wanted something and I've, I've always built, I've, I've had that, like one of the just core beliefs I was built with in every cell of my body is that like, if I want something, I'm going to get it, you know? Mm. So like, even though I had a stutter, like I still played varsity baseball, I still got good grades, you know, like I didn't let it hold me back. And like, it was just like, it wasn't even a question for me. Like, it was just like a knowingness that like, if I wanted something that like I had the capability, it was such a blessing. It was like, my parents didn't teach me that, you know, it was just like, I was born just knowing that if I want something that I can go mm. and like, I, I, I can figure it out. Like everything is figure outable. Mm. Mm. Oh, super powerful. Everything is figure outable. Mm-hmm. We were talking earlier in the kitchen while we were making little tonics <laughs> and I asked you a question about your stutter and mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I asked you, I was like, Hey, I've, I've always wondered like, is that something that you secretly or maybe even unconsciously kind of used to your advantage, like in your marketing and mm-hmm. your sales? Because I know it's part of your story and it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty powerful. And then um, you had mentioned like actually that you've actively worked with other coaches and people to help um, to help improve upon that. And I thought and I brought up this story about Dr. John D. Martini, who um, who's a guest on the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just, I thought it was so interesting, right? Because he's, his whole thing is, is about human potential and like unlocking your ultimate genius and like really, really tapping into your, your ultimate capabilities intellectually, emotionally, just like pure possibilities. Right. And he's one of the most, um, well learned human beings on the planet. I'm pretty sure. And so his story is really interesting because he said when he was a child, he had severe learning disabilities. All his teachers said that he would, he would never be able to learn, read, or write. Um, he would never really amount to anything. And it was actually a moment where he, the love of his mother in, in telling him that he would always be loved no matter what he did or did not do. And it cracked him open. And he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to master this learning thing. And I'm going to figure it out. And that's what just came up for me when you mentioned that, because him, like so many other people, something cracked. And then he said, you know what? I don't care anymore. I'm going to do this. I'm going to figure it out. And he just opened up a dictionary and read 30 words a day. And then, you know, has become this incredible icon in the personal development world. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I look at that story and I relate it to what you just said. And I'm, and I think it's so important for people to, to really get that, like everything is figure outable. There's nothing, like you wouldn't even have a situation presented to you if there wasn't a solution wrapped mm-hmm. up in it, right? The, the universe is way too intelligent for that. Yeah. And so going down that rabbit <laughs> hole is, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm really well versed and well studied with a uh, modality called holo. Dynamics, mm. Mm. Holo Dynamics. It's uh, developed by this guy named Vernon Wolf, and Vernon Wolf's a scientist. Okay. And it's based on it's the science behind 
human potential. And so the, the, the whole premise of the work is that all of life is driven by potential. So if you look out in nature, trees are either growing or they're dying, right? Mm-hmm. So all of life is driven by potential. Yeah. You and I are a part of life. So yeah. we are driven by our, we are driven by our full potential selves. Mm. And experiences, problems are also a part of life. So problems are driven by their full potential solutions as well. And so that, just that statement alone is just like, that's just how I look at life. You know, Mm -hmm. like I look at what's the, what's the solution in the actual, in the actual problem that's showing up, you know, like what's, what's the, that gift that's like in disguise. Mm. You know, I shared with you last week, I had, you know, I had a, a challenge in um, business, you know, Mm -hmm challenge in, 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 yeah, I had a, had a challenge in business with a client and, you know, there was, there was so many gifts that came from that. Like I could have looked at and just like, you know, freaked out and reacted and, you know, like made up a whole bunch of stories. But when I got to the truth of it, I really was looking from the standpoint of like, okay, like what's the gift of what this experience is giving me, mm. you know, like one, I was able to just stay so much, so much more grounded and also like could handle the situation to, to the best to the fullest, to the fullest, uh, to the fullest of the situation potential, which we just got the results back that it, it is, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, but like, mm-hmm. but it's just like, it's always a like reminder. And it's just so great. Cause it's so, in my experience, it's so easy to react, to react to the environment. It's so easy to react to problems that come your way, you know? Yes. Like, and so it's also just been such a great, you know, philosophy to live by. I'm just like really looking at it from the standpoint of, Oh, okay this is showing up like why, you know, like what's, what's the, the actual gift that's showing up, that's showing up in the actual challenge. You know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that, uh, and that creates an access point, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a simple reframe, Yeah, but it changes your entire experience. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm. Awesome. So I'm, I'm curious, like for everyone listening I can't imagine each person listening and where they're at in their life, but I know that there are a lot of entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. um, especially in the health and wellness space and wherever they're tuning into, yeah. tuning in from. And, uh, and then there's a lot of people here that um, might have entrepreneurial tendencies, <laughs> but they may, not, they may not identify as entrepreneurs. They might have a job or, or mm-hmm. whatever the case is. Um, what is what is an entrepreneur or the entrepreneurial spirit to you, independent of what one does? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that spirit that that like drives all of us to like have a mission in the world, and as well as kind of a business? Yeah. Around it? So, I believe entrepreneurs are the the leaders of this world you know like they're the ones that 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 want to do something different they're the ones that are willing to bet on themselves on their on the belief systems that they have yeah you know like that they want to create a life and i believe they i believe it's such a i believe a big slippery slope is um being an entrepreneur it's a whole new a whole new level of taking responsibility it's a whole new level and most people don't. I, I had no fucking clue getting into it, like how much responsibility it was, mm. you know? And I also believe that if you have a gift, you know, if you have a message, if you have a gift inside that can help people, like you have a responsibility to, to get that out. Mm. 
And entrepreneurship is a great vehicle to get that out. So whether it's healing, whether it's helping someone with their health, whether it's helping somebody with their relationship, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's just helping somebody with their mindset or whether it's, you know, whether it's, it doesn't even have to be like in the coaching space, yeah, you yeah. know, like whether your gift is like, if you're phenomenal at um, music or making art or weaving baskets, whatever it is, it's like, if you have that gift, you know, mm-hmm. Like I believe you have a, there's a sense of responsibility to get it out and entrepreneurship is a great way. It's a great vehicle. And also it's the ultimate personal development vehicle yeah. you know, to potentialize, to potentialize what's there for yourself. But I also believe how you relate to others is greatly amplified and transcendent and exponential when you get into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So a long answer to your question. <laughs> I would say it boiled down to like the, the entrepreneurial spirit is wanting to, is wanting to make a difference. Mm. You know, it's wanting to make a difference. It's wanting to take a greater responsibility. I believe entrepreneurship is also leadership. Yeah. 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 It's, and you don't know, you don't know all these things from the get go until you're really just immersed in it. Right. Yeah. And you kind of, so I feel like you have to be willing, like for me, and I, I like what Peter Sage says about like being an entrepreneur is totally like, um, it, it's, you have to be so comfortable with uncertainty. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I keep coming back to is like, it's just completely, complete uncertainty is anything can change at any minute. And that's, I think that's where the responsibility comes in, right? Of like being responsible to the details, being responsible to other people, being responsible to the clients or customers, being responsible to myself to take care of myself so I can show up or to organize my life with my priorities. So, you know, to, to serve whatever it is that I'm trying to serve. Yeah, but there's also uncertainty because anything can happen anytime. And it's like, I'm not going to a job with a brick and mortar situation and I have a paycheck coming to me every two weeks. It's like, that's very certain, even though realistically in our our kind of global economic climate, that's probably the most uncertainty. It's like a deceptive certainty. Yeah. So in kind of a paradoxical way, entrepreneurship (laughs) is becoming the most certain thing that somebody built those organizations. The entrepreneurs are the ones who built those, and then they have a lot of employees that work for them. Um, but yeah, just back to that point about like uncertainty and becoming like like uh, I don't know if you know Michael Page. Um, I think I mentioned yeah, him yeah, before. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he has this great phrase: "Divine discomfort." <laughs> it's like I, I look at it like that. It's like ooh, I'm uncomfortable, but it feels kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> like, so how does that play? How, how has that played for you? I should say the whole uncertainty factor and how do you, how do you work with that? It's like, for me, like a big part of the work that I do is helping leaders to take ownership of their gifts and mm-hmm. ownership of the true value of what their gifts are. Yeah. And for me, let's like, like I'm also, like I'm also the, the, the um the the model of that like i'm like the walking model of it yeah i also i also know like i just know there's so many more leaders out there that aren't taking ownership of their gifts you know 
And so, and I also like, I also have a gift in seeing that and seeing like what's possible mm-hmm. if, if somebody would do that. Mm-hmm. So I have a certainty in myself of the ability that I have and like why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And it's also because I've done so much work on, on, on my vision and like on just really like getting clear of like, what's the impact that like I want to make on this world, mm-hmm. you know? And because of that, it's like that, that gives me certainty in myself. Yeah. The in, vision. Yeah. Yeah. The vision. Like, one of, one of my mentors says, leave the cause grow, you know, or she says that, you know, she says that Albert Einstein says that the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? right. Well, what Leela says is in the definition of insanity is thinking that you have any control over some other human being. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like you, you, mm-hmm. you, can, you, you can have a gun to someone's head and they still have choice, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting example, but that's the example that she gives, you know? Right. It's true. Like, there's still choice over someone else, you know? So with being an entrepreneur, yeah, there are different ways to create more certainty. And it's also just, it's, for me, myself, it's being proactive about creating a life that I want, you know, yeah. like not being reactive, you know, like for a concrete example of like, if you make a sale, like it's not like, it's not like time to go on vacation time. It's time to like use that to reinvest, to build something that's more sustainable. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. cause it, it, for me, certainty comes with sustainability. Mm-hmm. It's like creating a business that's, that's going to last, that's going to last long term. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, is your, as an entrepreneur, is your business a business or is your business a hobby? Right. You know, and my business started out as more of a hobby, you know, cause I didn't treat it like a real business. And it's also a skill so that I also needed to also learn too. It's not like I consciously was like, this is a hobby business, you know, it was like, I just didn't know. You know, and through experience, I learned of like how to create just different levels of of certainty, you know, because like as, as we all experience entrepreneurs, like life and business comes in seasons. You know, sometimes it's raining and there's clients galore and, you know, cash totally. flows high and there's a season where it's like a drought. Mm. And if you're not planning for the drought, so if you don't have systems yeah. for the droughts, you know, like yeah. your levels of certainty get shook. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's just knowing it's like I would say. For, for, for anybody who's, who's considering being an entrepreneur, like to go and hang out with them, like hang out with groups of entrepreneurs, like what drew me in before I was one was just the, just the level of conversation, mm. you know, like their, their levels of thinking was different than like entrepreneurs to just think differently, you know, like there's a different level of thinking, mm-hmm. not that it's right or that it's wrong, but it was a level of thinking for me that like that, like that, that I wanted to surround myself with consistently. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to think like these people thought, you know, it's fascinating to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like, I just want, I wanted that, you know? And then also if you are an entrepreneur, but you're not getting the results that, that results that you want, I would look at your peer group. I'd look at, you know, like are, are the people who you're hanging out with thinking on the level that like you want to, or do they have the results that, uh, that you want? Right. You know, because our, our peer group is so, so important. It's been one of the things that's helped me like up level my mindset, my belief systems and the results that I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's by hanging out with people who are doing the stuff that like I wanted to do that I wasn't doing yet. Mm. It goes back to what I shared before of like, you know, what is that version, that future version of yourself? Who does that, who does that person actually hang out with? Mm-hmm. That's a great way, you know, to, to start getting into that mode. Yeah. 
taking an honest evaluation of different quadrants in your life and being willing to look at it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for me now, like I am like the season of my life now is all about business and mission. Yeah. Like before it was about fun. Before that it was about love, you know. Mm-hmm. Now it's about love. It's also it's about love and it's also about business. Yeah. And so for me, it's like if people like, you know, people ask me all the time and this may activate some people listening. People ask me all the time, hey, do you want to get coffee? And like, I'd love to pick your brain. It's like, I, I literally don't have time to get my brain picked. Like, <laughs> I know. It's like, yeah, if, you want, if you want to talk about, you know, me helping you in a coaching perspective, because what I'm hearing you saying is that you want to pick my brain because you think I can help you. Is that right? Yeah. Cool. Well, in the context of it going to lead to potentially me helping you in a business a business relationship as you, as you, you, you join one of my programs or my mastermind or something. Yeah, I'm open to that. If it's a friendly conversation, this season of my life right now, like unfortunately, that's something that mm-hmm. I'm not open to. Mm-hmm. Have enough friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, like I, I share, I share and, and like the more that because that was a very scary thing for me mm-hmm. at first to like just fully own it, you know. But people respect that. I was like, hey, like, is this a friendly conversation? Is it a business relationship? It's friendly. Okay, cool. Well, I'm in season of life of business. It's what's most important to get my mission and my workout. So I don't have time to make new friends right now. Like maybe in a few months when I'm more in a friendly mode, you know, mm. and then you'll, who knows? Well, maybe it'll be business, you know, Yeah. <laughs> like, well, actually, you know, and people will, will be, will be honest, you know, yeah. and it's not like, I believe people don't mean to, to be dishonest. Yeah. There's levels of honesty, you know, Is it in levels of like, um, saying what we mean. Yeah, like, exactly. In exactly. Social kind of conditioning of kind of beating around the bush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. totally so like i'm just really clear now you know i'm just like hey it's like hey like i, I don't like I, I'd, I'd love to get coffee with you sometime but like i'm in business mode right now yeah like it's my it's an it's my highest value right now it's like to, to build the mission that i want to build like i need to be focused on this mm. so if you if you're going to be a part of that then cool i'd love to grab coffee with you but if it's not in the context of you potentially being interested in joining one of my programs like it's I, not a fit. yeah, I just don't like. I mean, maybe sometime in the future, but like in the, right now, I really need to focus on those who I can help most. Yeah, because that's what's true for me, you know. Yeah, owning what's true for you. Yeah, that. Um, hmm. Yes. So I'm I'm feeling into the last little concluding mm-hmm. segment of this conversation, and I wanna I wanna I want to. Um, weave everything together so we we've we've talked about a little bit about human potential and possibilities we've talked about the inner work and the psychology and and um uh the nature of entrepreneurship and so i want to i want to weave all that in together with with a bit about what does it mean hmm of an interesting way to put it what does it mean or what is your perspective on on transcending limitations and you know there's one that i'm that i'm transcending right now that that you're well aware of Mm because you're working with me of going from a certain place and just quantum leaping Mm -hmm. to a completely different stratosphere Mm. Um, and so that's, so I'm going through my process and I'm like feeling it and integrating it and fully owning it within me and now ready to really just immerse myself in the full on activity that's necessary. Um, yeah. So like, okay. So the question, the actual question that's coming to me is that how can people quantum leap their results? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's a great question. Um, there's a post that my friend Garrett J. White did a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. It was mm-hmm. phenomenal. And he was like, with results, it's like, if you're not happy with your results, you either need to raise your level of, of commitment. Yeah. Because commitment is like, it's done. Like, I'll do whatever it takes. You know, you need to raise your level of commitment or you need to lower your fucking expectations. Mm. And he, he put it, he did a whole video on it. It was phenomenal. And he was, and that's, it was like such a great teaching, you know, of like, if you want, if you want this thing, you want this result and you're not getting there, yeah. you need to raise your level of commitment and do things differently yep. and be committed to doing it. And what, what commitment means is like, you'll figure it out, you know, mm. it's like an example that, that, that oftentimes and I, 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 oftentimes that I, I, that I give is like if you're if you're if you're getting married, you know, mm-hmm. if you're getting married and you're you're you know you have your suit on and your fiance is in you know you can't see her she's in the other room and there's there's a camera on you and they're like cool like cool Ronnie like on a scale from one to ten how committed are you to this marriage you know mm-hmm. like. I love her. I think think she's great. I think it's gonna work out. It's, it's about a level eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a level eight. Yeah, that's it's a level eight. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel really good about it. You know, it feels good. It feels good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and then you show it to her. Like, how is that gonna make her feel? Oh, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Whereas on the flip side, it's like, oh, level ten. Like, no matter what, I love this woman. Yeah. Like, come hell or high water, I will do whatever it takes. I will figure it out. This is a woman I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with much different energy, mm. you know? Mm. So it's like, I, I believe that people need to be real with what is their level of commitment to getting what they want, you know? Yeah. Like how, how willing are, how much willing, are, how far are they willing to stretch outside of their comfort zone to get what they want, you know, or not, you know, and Garrett gave the example of a, a, a guy, I think his name was Steve, where, where Steve's overweight and people are telling Steve, you need to die into this. And then he goes, no, no, like I'm not going to do it. It's going to be painful. Like I'm happy. I'm going to be fat. I'm going to be happy. You mm-hmm. know, and like I can I can respect that. You know, mm-hmm. like I can really respect that. It's like it's where that gap and that uneasiness and all of the like pain comes from is just not of either having that expectations don't meet their level. Right. Uh, they don't meet the level of commitment. You know. Mm-hmm. So they either need to raise their level of commitment or just lower their expectations. Hmm. Hmm. So yeah, that's the first aspect. The other aspect is to hire a coach. You know, hire a mentor. Yeah, like that. That's like if if you want to collapse time, if you want to like alter your timeline, if you want to create quantum results, work with someone who's been there before. Whether it's in health, relationship. That's why I have like I work with. You know, some there's some people's philosophies. They work with one coach at a time. One more than one is too many cooks in the kitchen. Like I, I personally just don't come from that philosophy. Mm-hmm. I understand it, but I've gotten to where I've gotten by being in multiple masterminds. You know being three or four masterminds working with different mentors and mm-hmm. getting what's going to work for me, you know, and being able to decipher that and, and take guidance from different aspects to help me get what I want in different areas, mm-hmm. you know? And like I, when, when, whenever, whenever I hire a mentor, I think it's important to share. It's like, I look at, does this person have the results? Does this person have the results that like I want mm-hmm. Two, is this person producing results for their clients? Mm-hmm. that I want. That's a huge one. Are they producing the results for their clients that I want? Number three, is this person's morals and values in alignment with mine? Mm-hmm. It's three simple ones, you know, mm-hmm. that I look for, you know, cause if I'm going to be led by someone like for me, like if someone I lead, someone that leads me, 
like enrollment's a big part of my life. You know that, you know, it's what I teach. It's who I am. But so who, who I get led from, they need to be able to enroll me. Mm. Like that's just, that's just a piece for for me personally. Like, like for me to take leadership from someone, that level of certainty, you know, like I shared in in the kitchen earlier of like someone who I worked with for my speech, a big reason why I worked with her, she specializes in people who, who stutter was that her level of certainty was through the roof, you right, know? Right, right. And so that for me is like, that's a quality that I look for in somebody who, who I'm going to lead from or to, to, to take leadership from. Mm-hmm. And so to create quantum results, it's like you have to work with someone like to think that you can figure it out yourself. Like yeah. you, you can. And like for me personally, I, I, it would take me five to 10 years. You know, that's why I hire coaches to help me do it. And this is that it's going to help me do it in six to uh, 12 months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. quantum results speeding up your timeline like you have to work with someone in my opinion like you can read all the books you can watch all the YouTube videos yeah, yeah. and if you have that then like how's that working out you know mm-hmm. like, like for me I'd much rather pay and invest in myself and get the help from the person who's going to help me get to where I want to go faster mm-hmm. beautiful beautiful I think it's a great point to end on yeah great advice and I yeah. definitely concur with that it's been so huge for me yeah, and I'll just add one more thing in there because I, I can feel that people will be listening. I was like, well, what? I don't have the money. Oh, well, right. where am I supposed to get that? Right. It's like find a way to add value to that person. Mm. You know, like find a way to add value with them, mentor with them, like intern with them, be their apprentice, work for free. Mm. Like that's commitment. Like how bad do you want it? You know, it's like and have the conversation. And if you get a no, like figure out how else you can get them to help you. Mm. And you do that by asking how you can help them consistently relentlessly because i've been in places in my life where i couldn't like i i I couldn't i couldn't afford things like financially and Mm -hmm. i found ways i found ways to actually do it you know Mm -hmm. i found ways to add value and i've also i've gotten to where but i've gotten is i've found ways to afford things that i didn't think that, that i didn't think that i could afford right and that's the exact reason why i've been able to make quantum leaps Mm mm-hmm it's figure outable. Mm-hmm. You figure exactly. out a way. Totally. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, this has been super awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. And then for anyone out there that wants to figure out their quantum leap and is really inspired to uh, reach out to you, and maybe they are a perfect fit for one of your programs, um, how do they do that? Yeah. So you can go to my website. It's alexjmoscow.com. That's A L E X J. M O S C O W.com. And I have different, different trainings on there for free. I give away my seven figure sales script. So if you're in sales, if you're an entrepreneur or coach, uh, that'd be a great thing for you to take advantage of. It's right there on the site. So you can go and grab that. And then there's all there's, there's more information on there as well for you. Cool. Thanks so much for joining me. And this was epic. Well, thanks man. It's been a blast. Yeah.